Today's program is furnished by Speak the Word Ministries. Brothers and sisters, the Word is working. It's changing you and renewing your mind and hearts, whether you realize it or not. You just have to be persistent. The more you read the Word, the more you get to know your Father. Speak the Word. It's time to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to teach God's Word and encourage the body of believers. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. God's Word. Speak, speak, speak God's Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe, continuing her message titled, Victory Over Weakness. Speak the word. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. It says in here that no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. In other words, Satan makes you think that you are the only one that has ever gone through what you're going through. And it's all lies. Are you hearing me? It's all lies. The Bible says that the temptations you are experiencing is common to man. But it also goes on to say in that verse that God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able, or maybe I put it, or what you're able to resist. He says, but with the temptation will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So he's saying that any time that you go through any, any temptation, any time the enemy is bringing a temptation on you, that there will always be a door. There will always be a way out. The Bible did not say he would not put more on you than you could endure. He did not say that at all. But he says that he would always give you a way out. But you know, <laughs> saints, temptation comes in many forms. For example, the temptation to fear. You can also be tempted to get angry. You can be tempted to be depressed. And you can be tempted to get into strife. And there's all kinds of temptations that come our way. Uh, maybe you're being pressed and pressured into doing something that we shouldn't do. But I will have a clue for you. Anytime that you are being pushed or pressured into making a decision, it is never of God. And like I said, it can be a strong urge to make that decision. But I want you to remember this, whatever that is or who that, whoever that is that's trying to pressure you into making that decision, remember that Jesus was tempted so severely that he sweated blood. Luke 22, says, And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. He said Jesus was resisting sin, but he never sinned. He never yielded, but he did it for us. Just think the whole thing would be totally different today had he not resisted. You need to find out where the pressure is coming from, and then you need to resist it. And the way you're going to resist it is by opening up your mouth. You resist the enemy by opening up your mouth and saying out loud, for instance, if it's fear, you say out loud, fear, I resist you. Doubt, I resist you. In the name of Jesus, leave me. I resist you. In the name of Jesus, I resist you. God did not give me a spirit. Begin to quote. Begin to give Satan back what God said. Begin to throw those darts back at him. And say, God did not give me a spirit of fear. But God gave me a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. And I, I don't have to be afraid of anything. God said, what can man do to me? 
You know, he can't do anything to you that we don't allow him. In James chapter 4, verse 7, in the, in the God word translation, it said, So place your sails under God's authority, resist the devil, and he will run away from you. Some translations, I think in the King James, it says, Submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. But in this translation, it says, To place yourselves under God's authority, which is resist, you know, submitting to God. When you submit to God, that's what you're doing. You're placing your sails under his authority and you resist the devil. When you, when you submit to God and place yourself under God's authority, then you are giving him a way to work for you. Do you understand that? When you, when that's why he wants you to resist him, resist Satan, resist his temptations and place yourself under God's authority. And then he can fight your battles for you if you're resisting. Hallelujah. Saints, God is not shocked when we mess up. It may grieve him, but he still loves you. God knows the ending from the beginning. He knew that you were going to mess up and he picked you anyway. He also knew that you were going to pick him. He also knew you were going to choose him. Most of you don't realize when these thoughts and feelings of temptations come upon you, that they are from Satan. Yeah, I didn't realize last week, at, right at the beginning, that when these thoughts were coming into my mind, it seemed like they were coming in from every angle. I didn't realize at the time that they were coming from Satan. I just thought, I don't know what I thought. I just know I felt terrible. You know, and let me, let me tell you some thoughts that he'll put you in your head. He'll put such stupid thoughts in your head. I was laying in bed on the, either the first or the second night of this thing. And, and I felt so bad. My soul was so downcast. I felt so bad that I, I was, I could understand. I was beginning to get some revelation of what Paul meant when he was saying he didn't know what was better to stay or go home to be with the Lord. And that, that, that's terrible. And I told David, I, I, David said, well, what's going on? And I said, I can't tell you because I don't want to give life to what I'm thinking. Because the enemy, you know, you can't give life. You have to be careful when he puts these thoughts in your head. You can't give life to them by opening up your mouth. You've got to keep your mouth shut. I knew enough to know that was, that wasn't me. But I also knew enough to keep my mouth shut and not give any life to it. Because if you open your mouth and you give life to it, then he's just going to keep putting more uh, fire on the, more logs on the fire and just make it, make it bigger and harder for you to resist and just keep going on. It's amazing how he can just keep dropping those, you know, throwing those little darts at you. He's trying to beat you down. He's trying to get you to the point to where you, you, you just feel like you can't fight no more. You don't want to fight anymore. Just go home, be with God, just forget it. But that's not what the Lord wants. He wants us to be strong in Him. He wants us to let Him help us, you know. He don't want us to try to do this on our own. You know, we don't recognize when uh, these feelings of temptations come upon us because they, from Satan because he does it in such a way that you don't realize that it's him. You know, there's three voices. There's your voice, God's voice, 
and Satan's voice. And sometimes, you know, Satan is so subtle, but sometimes it's hard to distinguish where it's coming from. The Bible says that Satan even transforms himself into an angel of light, according to 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen. But the Bible tells us in 11, 22, Mark eleven twenty two, it says you've got to have faith in God. You, we've got to have faith in Him. Saints, you have to make a decision to walk in faith. You can walk in faith or you can walk in fear. You can walk in doubt. You can walk in uh, fear, uh, depression. But you can walk in faith and you can resist the devil. And I don't stand up here and say that it is easy. I, I've been tempted off and on. We're all, we, we all get tempted off and on. Sometimes every day for a while, but it's maybe it's not every day, but sometimes it feels, you know, when it does start, it seems like it goes on and on and on, you know. Or you can give in to his lies, walk in depression and confusion. I had a choice. We all have decisions to make. We all have choices. I could have just chose to just kept on feeling and let my soul be downcast and moping around. And, and, and you know, when you're in that state of mind and that state of thought, you can't operate. You can't function, even with little things. Because when you get that way, it takes all your desire. And that's a bad thing when you don't have any desire. I've been there before. The first year I became a Christian, I had no desire. You know, it took me almost a year to get my head above water and... I, I would have gotten it up there faster had I known the Lord, but I was a new Christian and I didn't know anything about the Word. And, and I was just learning gradually, but the little bit I was learning was teaching me little, you know, how I could do little things. And that was when he began to tell me the importance of my mouth and the words that were coming out of my mouth. So I was finally able to get off of drugs and not be a zombie anymore. And, and I won't go into, into that long story. But he, he, he tried to take my mind at the very beginning of my ministry because he knew what God had in store for me and he didn't want me teaching the word. He didn't want me preaching the word to millions every day. He didn't want me to do that. So he wanted to stop me before I ever got started. But all during that time, I mean, it didn't start then. Even when I got past that year, there was one temptation after another. There was one trial. There was one tribulation after another. You know, from that end, that to him taking my husband, taking my homes, taking, you know, just took my grandson about two weeks ago. You know, he's always, he never stops. But you are stronger than you think you are. And you can do a lot more than you think you can do. The devil is a liar. It might, he might get you down for a little bit, but you're not going to be down for the count. You know, all I know about boxing is when they start counting, if they ain't up, if they're not up, I believe by 10, they're out. Well, I'm never going to be down there till they get to 10. If I, I'm going to drag myself back up somehow or another. And David told me, he said, he told me that day last week, he said, you're going to have to grab, get yourself, grab yourself by your bootstraps, whatever that is. <laughs> I don't even know what my bootstraps are. But David said, you're going to need to drag your, pick your pull, I think he said, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and get yourself together. And that's exactly what I had to do. Sometimes we just have to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and keep on going. 
because everybody is experiencing, like I said, different things. Because the devil will bring thoughts and feelings to you, and he'll even convince you that these thoughts are coming from God. You know, Satan has been after you your whole life. It's like I was just saying. He's been plotting and scheming to destroy you before you ever entered into this world. Saints, you need to have faith. You're, you're, you need your faith to be the strongest when those temptations are screaming at you to do something. That's when your faith needs to be the strongest. You know, the devil is like a snake. When you cut a snake's head off, it takes a while for the snake to realize that he's dead. Just like the devil, he's been defeated, but he doesn't know it. I heard this story once. Some of you may have heard it, but I heard this story once, how a snake got into the home of some missionaries, and, and being frightened, they went out looking for someone to come in and, and take care of the snake, get the snake out of their home. And they found a young man, and they brought the young man back in, and he chopped off the snake's head with a machete. And he said, but, but after he chopped off the snake's head with a machete, he said for several hours after the man had done this, the snake just continued to thrash around, destroying anything and everything that he came close to because his tail was just going every which way. You know, it was a pretty big snake. So he was just doing a lot of damage because he didn't realize that he was dead. He kept moving and he kept, he was still doing damage even though he didn't realize he was dead and that he no longer had a head. But as the young man was leaving, he warned the missionaries and he said, it's going to take some time for the snake to realize that he's dead and that he no longer has a head. And he warned them that the snake would do some damage. Satan is like the snake. He has been defeated, but he doesn't know it yet. And he's going to do some damage. He's already done. I, 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 I can stop here. There's nobody in this building that he has not damaged in some way or another. No one, including myself. And will again. But remember this. One day soon, all the devil's threshings are going to stop. All his threshing will stop because Jesus is coming back. And we are the victorious ones. We are the victors. Hallelujah. You know, we are living in a threshing time, and we need to do everything that we can while we can. Saints, you have been chosen for this moment in time. You have been positioned where you are for a purpose. Intimidations and temptations will come to stop you, but you must keep lifting your voices toward heaven. According to God's word, you have been given dominion to rule and reign over every trial and over every tribulation that comes your way. As a matter of fact, it says in Revelations 5 verse 10, it says, You have made them into a kingdom, priests to serve God, and they will reign on the earth so you have been created to reign. That's what he's saying. They will reign on the earth. So he's, what he's actually saying is that you've been created to reign. Saints, you have to start resisting the devil and begin exercising your dominion by ruling and reigning over your enemy, Satan and his demonic forces. Know this. Satan cannot curse who God has blessed. He might make you think he can, but he can't. 
When your enemies come up against you one way, the Bible says, our Father will scatter them in seven ways. Think about that. I, this is one of the verses I used to quote a lot when it didn't look like anything was going my way. When they were threatening to foreclose on my home, they were threatening to take everything I had, which most time, most of it they did take. You, you just keep on, keeping on, speaking the word of God. There's nothing in this world more important than the word of God. Because according to the Bible, everything in this world is going to pass away except his word. That's where the power is. The power is in the word of God. In Deuteronomy 28, New Living says, The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you in seven. When God blesses you, no one can curse you. Yes, it looked like, a lot of times, it looked like I was going down for the count. And sometimes now, it might look like I'm going down for the count. But I'm so thankful that I've got enough of the word engrafted into me. And I say that a lot. I say, Lord, I just thank you that your word is engrafted into every part of me. That you live in me. And I'm blessed to have a husband that encourages me, that will tell me that I need to pull myself up by my bootstraps or do whatever, you know, he'll give me a good talking to. And sometimes we need a good talking to, you know. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if I had to say anything tonight, saints, we got to be, we have got to resist, resist, resist the devil. Submit ourselves to God. Put ourselves under his authority and resist the devil. Whatever he's coming at you tonight, he's coming at you in some form or another. As, as a matter of fact, me too. But we're going to have to keep on resisting him. When God is with you, it is impossible for anyone to be against you. That's what the Bible says in 831. And you might say, well, Pastor Joe, I disagree with you. Because uh, I, I've been having a lot of stuff come against me. Well, the Bible, did, I didn't say it. The Bible said it. He said, you know, if I be for you, who can be against you? It's, it's Satan. When God puts his hands, let me put it this way. In Deuteronomy 28, it says, The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouse with grain. Saints, when God puts his hands on you, every way will open with blessings. But he wants you to share those blessings with others. The greatest thing that God has allowed us is to come into the plan of distributing his blessings to others. In Genesis 12, too, it says, I, this is when he was talking to Abraham. He says, I will bless you and you shall be a blessing. He said, I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who treat you with contempt. He said, all families on earth will be blessed through you. So Abraham, the Bible said, so Abraham departed as the Lord has instructed. Saints, when you know the power of Almighty God, you never need be afraid of any weapon formed against you. The Bible says in, in Isaiah 54, 17, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that rises up against you in judgment you shall show to be in the wrong. Uh, this, I think one of the things that most of us as Christians uh, don't practice is because 
we keep wanting God to move and, and, and do certain things for us that he has told us to do, that he's instructed us to do. As I've said this before, there's a lot of things that God can't do. He can't lie. There's, and he can't lie. So if his word says it's true, then it's got to be true. Whether we're experiencing it or not, it, it's still true. Uh, God is not going to, you know, prayers. He's not going to answer a prayer for you about something that he's told you to do. And he's not going to answer a prayer about something he's already done for you. Are you hearing me? I'd like to end this way. We have to have faith in God's word. That, As I just said, that's all that matters. We have to be like Abraham. He did not waver in unbelief, according to Romans 4.20. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, the Bible says his faith grew stronger. And in this, he brought glory to God because his faith did grow stronger because he was fully convinced that God was able to do whatever he promised. And let me ask you this. How did Abraham keep from wavering? How do you think he kept from wavering? It says he didn't waver, but he kept trusting the Lord and he grew stronger. And, and which he said not, when he grew stronger, it glorified God because he grew stronger. I'll tell you how he did not waver. You might want to write this down. He did not consider his body. It, with you, it might be something else. He did not consider the circumstances or the situation. It says he did not consider his body. Even though it was a hundred years old, he didn't consider it. I would say consider right here is the key word. Consider. You don't want to consider it. You couldn't get Abraham to talk about how old he was. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't focus on it. Why not? Because if you do, you'll get out of faith. You cannot do both. You're either going to consider it and focus on it, think about it, and talk about it, or are you going to cast that care on the Lord? Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance that mountain can't stand. And with that special word, we've come to the end of our broadcast today with author, Bible teacher, and speaker, Pastor Joanne Ramsey, here on Speak the Word. In just a moment, Pastor Joe will be back with a special closing thought. Speak the Word is a listener-supported ministry. Contributions from listeners like you enable us to continue bringing you this program each day. Learn how you can connect and support Speak the Word Ministries on the web at speakthewordministry.net. It's secure and easy to make a tax-deductible donation to Speak the Word Ministries with your debit or credit card. Our ministry telephone number is 855-505-2297. We'd like to tell you about Pastor Joe's booklet on finances called Receiving God's Financial Miracle. What exactly does God have to do with your finances and why do so many Christians struggle to make ends meet? The Bible tells us from Philippians that God will supply every one of our needs. Pastor Joe will share her heart on how God is a generous God, even when we're in need. She'll also help warn of some false teachers from the church who lie and steal in the name of prosperity. In this booklet, Receiving God's Financial Miracle, Pastor Joe will also help you align your words with God's Word, as that is the key to true blessing. 
Just ask for the booklet, Receiving God's Financial Miracle by Pastor Joanne Ramsey, when you send a gift of any amount to Speak the Word Ministry. Our telephone number is 855-505-2297. That's 855-505-2297. Or you can order the book by sending an email directly to Pastor Joe. Her email address is Pastor Joe. that's J-O, at speakthewordministry.net. Again, that's Pastor Joe at speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a final word. Father, I thank you for the awesome privilege to use the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Because at the name of Jesus, every knee in heaven, on earth, and under the earth must bow its knee. Hallelujah. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. Father, I thank you that because of this privilege, we can speak to any sickness, any disease, and in the name of Jesus, it must bow its knee. In the name of Jesus, we can curse any disease and command it to die from the root up. Praise the Lord. According to Luke ten nineteen, we have been given authority here on this earth over all of our enemies. We have been made the victorious ones. Hallelujah. And no matter what comes our way, God, we thank you that you are faithful and that you will strengthen us to walk in faith and be the overcomers that you created us to be, to rule and reign over every trial that comes our way and keep Satan under our feet. In Jesus' name, amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening and join us next time here on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance that mountain can't stand against the Word, the Word of God, against the Word of God.